Yes, hello, folks. Welcome to special episode of Beyond the Pitch. I'm who's always Phil Brown. I must say, delighted to be joined with Rodri Giggs here. Fantastic, Rodri Giggs. I had a podcast platform with Rodri a while ago. We followed each other on Twitter. So this has been something that I've always wanted to do. So I'm delighted to have him on. Rodri, how you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah. All good, all good. Um, what are you up to these days? Uh, well, today I was just playing golf. So I'll just, just come off a golf course and, uh, yeah, just chill day today. What's a typical day for you look like? <clears throat> um, at the minute, um, at the minute, just playing golf. At the minute, to be honest, I'm still still employed by Paddy Power. I've got a couple of properties. Um, you know, I'm doing a bit of trading. I do a bit of coaching as well, obviously. So, yeah, but probably typical day is probably uh, four or five hours coaching football. So, yeah, it's, it's just not got back to normal yet. You coaching kids, Roddy? Uh, no, well, kids, yeah, sixteen to eighteen year olds. <laughs> You're big on the back. That's class. He can spin round. He can do lots. Of, I'm up just being wise. I'm in a background class. What's he seeing? He's seeing dead people or something. All <laughs> his class. He, he, he look out the window. Look, he's trying to look out the window. <laughs> <laughs> that is mad. Sorry, mate. So you were saying you were coaching 16 year olds? <laughs> About 16 to 18 year olds, yeah. And uh just you so the the you still have a love for the game? Is it still the same love that you always had from when you were we won? No, yeah. When I was younger, I was took football or rugby ball or cricket ball or tennis, anything with a ball that we were we were we were playing when we were kids. But yeah, the you know, Phil, football has changed. The, the atmosphere has changed. Uh, so, you know, we were we were blessed for the the '90s, the best era for Manchester United. So it was good time, and it's it's like night and day from that now. So, but not the love as as much they used to. But yeah, obviously, still involved in it. So, when you need to play on the weekends, are you a United fan? Will you passively watch it, or in, in oh yeah, yeah. Well, yesterday, yesterday, yesterday was probably. The first game this season that I haven't watched, which is just is probably a good one to miss as well. By the time <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was playing golf, so yeah, I missed yesterday. I watched the, the highlights of the match today. It was, it was, yeah, it was a good one to miss. Was it highlights? But yeah, I'll, de- I'll definitely watch, I watch him religiously, yeah. So, what's the last year been like for you with this pandemic, everything else? What have you been up to? Oh, I've got a dog, as you can see. It's getting yeah, sick, getting <laughs> But um, yeah, there's nothing you really can do. You know, keep yourself fit. I've got, you know, I'll go for jogs. Got a bike. You know, I've got a, a boxing bag in the in the side of my garden. So I'm skipping. You know, I just just try to get keep in a routine. You know, I don't over, <laughs> I don't overeat. You know, I don't overindulge. So I'm lucky really. I've got a good metabolism. I don't put really much weight on. So yeah. Oh, you're you're looking good, shapes. Um, and uh, are, are you happy in your life, Roddy? You in good place, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids are, you know, my kids are happy. My daughter at University of Liverpool. She she's been in the dorms there now, but you know she's got a car now, so she just moved in. So she's moved in with me, so it's, it's great. And I've obviously got two other kids, but yeah, it's been it's, it's been good. You know, I'm quite mentally strong, so this lockdown is uh, it's been tough, but not. Where I've struggled, or you know, I'm just lucky. Though. You say you're mentally strong, you've come through clearly 
a lot in life. Um, <clears throat> I want to ask you about something. You made a, an ad in 2019, obviously mocking something that uh, an incident that has been well pu- publicized. Um, I'd also read some of your comments on that before, where you had said that, that you know you were in a dark place during that time. Was that ad basically a sign that you had made peace with everything that happened? You're in a good place now. Yeah, more or less. You know, it's, it's kind of therapy, I suppose. And it, and it, you know, it was, as, as you can see, it was good work, and it, it mm-hmm. was a it was a good job to be involved in. And you know, nearly three years down the line, I'm still employed with them, so I must be doing something right. So, yeah, it was a it was a, it was a good thing to be involved in, and, and yeah, it was just kind of moved on, you know, to make fun of myself as well as other people. So, yeah, it was just a bit of fun, really. Well, we have interviewed people like um, Jordi Cruyff. I've interviewed <clears throat> lots of people who've had extremely famous siblings. Has it been growing up with that name? Yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been tough, but, you know, old enough, like it's been nearly 30 years been dealing with this kind of stuff now. So, yeah, it was, it, it's always just something I've dealt with. So, since the age of 13, 14, so. Did you like it? It's just something. Um, it's confusing at first. It's weird. I still don't really get it why people uh, make a fuss about the family or wherever you go, people might be or, or you get tested. But I still don't get that because, you know, I'm not a footballer. I'm not famous. and But I, I understand it, but I just still don't get it. So, but yeah, it's just something I've dealt with. And like I say, it's been 30 years now, so... Do you, you know, feel like? You know, do you feel like you, you you don't get recognised for who you are? Uh, I don't really care to be honest anymore. It's, it's, it's past that. I've never really cared about any of that kind of stuff to be honest. I've never really cared what anyone else thought. I've, I've always done, done my, my own thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, stuff like that doesn't really bother me. What's your relationship like with United today? I mean, the, are, are there, do they do they uh, reach out to you? Do they talk to you? Do they ignore you? Or are you close with them? Who? United. Oh, I've, I've never talked to Man- anyone involved with Manchester United ever. So, they, oh, that's interesting. So, if you went to Old Trafford today, they would make any effort to accommodate you. Oh, um, you know, they say hello and be, be polite. Obviously, there's a lot of people that still work there. And obviously, you know, you can just go there week in, week out. So, you know, there's just to be hospitality. There's still be nice to you and stuff like that. But last time I went, when last time I went, last time I went was with Will, my pal. And yeah, it was, yeah, it's, always, it's always good when you go there. But like I say, it's just not the same. You know, I started going in 1991, you know, mm-hmm. except for them standing up. You know, it was just, just a different world now. What was it like for you to and, go to Old Trafford watching your brother play? Oh, it was brilliant. You know, from the age of from the age of 15, 16 going, and uh, especially when they were winning so many so many titles, it was just, yeah, it was, there was nothing better in the world than watching your brother live out his dreams and, and win stuff as well. So, yeah, it was, it was good. What did your mum think of it all? Yeah, oh, yeah, she was probably the same, you know. You know, Ryan was always the number one, so yeah, she. Oh, was she he? Proud, as punch, I suppose. But so yeah, he was always the number one, was he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which relationship <laughs> like with him today? Do you have a relationship with him at all? I haven't. I haven't spoken to any of them for about well, about ten years, about ten, nine, ten years now. I mean. Yeah, nine, nine, ten years. Does that hurt you? 
Nope. You don't think about it? No, 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 no. What's your... Like you... I said, so like I said in the podcast recently, you don't smell that now. We've got three children, I think. Like oh, that. I mean, exactly. If you're on life, exactly. Can't, can't be worried about, you know, self-centered, selfish snobs. Adult, they're adults, so... Yeah, if they want to choose to ignore me, then, then fine, no, I'm okay with that. I mean, listen, I haven't talked to my brother in <clears throat> probably the same 10, 15 years for many of the same reasons. So um, mm. I know exactly what they mean. I have no interest in talking to him. I don't think about him. I got all my own life, five kids, two, four kids. So I'm consuming my own shit, you know, and um, yeah. I'm just, he is, but I have no interest in reconciling that relationship. I, I get it. Um, but uh, so you, you in your own career, Rodri, you, you know, you, you play some decent standards. You play for FC and Area, which is not no, no, no shame in that. You played for Salford, you played and you managed Salford. Um, I assume your relationship with Giggsy and, and, and uh, or sorry, with Schoolsy and Neville and all that, or it's all very good, yeah? Uh, yeah, my brother. Gary was always polite and said a little scold. He's always good at him, but he was always, was always good. Phil, I never really spoke to, so I don't really know him. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's good what they're doing. There's a few things that, that piss me off, to be honest, but yeah, it's just. Um, it's good what they're doing there, you know, they've changed Salford round. Do you want to talk about what pissed you off? Changing the colours, you know, we were orange, Salford are always been orange, the tangerines, the ammies, that's, that's our nickname, so to come in to change it to red, why red? Because Manchester United are red, it's just, yeah, all the crap that they said about Salford is, is clear, is dear to the heart. Salford's not... I've been dealing with Salford for 25 years. Not once have one of them come to watch Salford today. So it's just all crap what they were saying. Just because Littleton Road was a, a half a mile away and the cliff was another half a mile the other way. So that's the only, the, the only um, thing they've got so <coughs> did you common, feel, in common with Salford. So did you feel the guy Neville's outburst last week was a bit hypocritical then? <laughs> just, just a little bit, yeah, because, you know, these owners will do what they want. You know, they'll say one thing on the telly, but they'll, they'll do another thing in their own business because, you know, it's their business and they can do what they want. You know, to come in to change a club shirt that's been for over 50 years, to change it for red, is just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. And then to sack managers oh, perform no. after four months, it's just, it's just ridiculous when he's piping on in, on the um, uh, Monday Night Football that players that coaches need time and it's foreign to him stacking managers and all this crap so <laughs> yeah he, he just he just talks rubbish you know he, he got on his soapbox last week last week you know and he was writing what he was saying but you know he's a hypocrite and you know it, I just uh, it, it irritates me stuff like that because you know we've been fighting this racism thing for years now why, why isn't the same energy into racism mm-hmm. why is it it's all about money at the end of the day so yeah it's, it's it's frustrating, but you know, he, he's on his soapbox and, and he made the most of it. Yeah, it was interesting how quickly something got fixed once it affected the big boys' pockets and um, the platforms and the time that they made available uh, for football. Something I've done before. I want to ask you um, about your mental health, Ronnie, because you talked about some dark days in the past. It's great to see you're in a good place now, you're doing well. Um, how has that been over the years? Uh, yeah, not really. Yeah, I've never had any problem with with mental issues, to be honest. I've been lucky, so just I've probably been strengthened about the stuff that, that's 
built that's built up to, to make me so strong, I suppose. But yeah, he's a, you know a young boy who used to wet the bed as a kid, so and uh, used to get bullied. He used to be, never Did really. You? He used to always fight. He used to always, well, not bullied, but you get races, you get racing time. You know, in the in Salford in the eighties, we was talking about the other day. There was, there was like two people in my school of twelve hundred. You know, they're in today's school in Salford. It's like probably fifty fifty. So. It's changed, and, and just the way it was then, it was accepted sometimes. But you know, it's got it's changed now, I suppose. But yeah, it's never. I've just been lucky, really, with, with being strong and not really letting things affect me. So, just, when when all your private business is placed all over the media, you, did you not have any difficulties? Were you okay dealing with that? Where it's just like I can switch off from it, or yeah, was well, it I don't, read, I, don't, I, don't, I don't read it. So, mm. never really read it from a young age because. At a young age, I realised, you know, that's not true, that's crap. So I personally knew that their story was wrong and it was it was well, not true, but they still print it. Mm-hmm. So it's just crap, so it's just chip paper. So, yeah, it was, um, yeah. What's your take on Manchester United today? Do um, you think the football club's heading in the right direction? <clears throat> I think Ollie's been a big part of it, by put it, getting it back to... How we how United play, bringing the right people in, you know, bringing young players through, not buying six foot six, you know, person who we kick it up to and not put it on the ground. I, I ain't Fellaini. Yes, he, he's he's a he's a good player, but you know, people like that shouldn't be at our club. Even though even Matic, you know, plays players like that. Are just you know, but he's got a he's got a feed them out. Quietly, and I suppose the Matic is a good character around the changing room, so you've got to give him that. But yeah, I just think with the young players that they've brought through, but you know, behind the scenes, it's just a, it's just a car crash. You know, they still haven't been paying the money that they should be doing, bringing the players in, the top top players that they should be in. You know, Jack Grealish, Sancho, you know, Bellingham, they all should be at Old Trafford now. And look at look at what team we would have if we had them three in the team. So. Yeah, we've missed out on players because of the owners just raping the club with money and not putting it back into the club. But, you know, we, we've seen how out of touch they are with, with the and, and, you know, you'll see how, how well they're doing in Tampa. They seem to be doing all the right, right things yeah. there, you know. They've got, uh, they've got a world of weapons there and, and, and they're great Tom Brady. So they're earning money there as well. So they're just, they're just like Guy Neville said, the scavengers, the leeches, the, the, they need to be out, outed out of the club. The sooner the better. Um, yeah, I, I echo the sentiments. Um, so you're you completely you're all in. You think he's doing the right job. You keep him um, all that. Yep. Oh, 100 percent. You know, it's pressure for him next year though because you know mm-hmm. he's in his third year. Um, it's Manchester United. We need to be, you know, fighting for titles. So yes, give him another year. But next year, Ollie, we need to be fighting for titles and not be 10, 15 points away and season over in April. What which do you is, think? More or less, more or less is. I completely agree. What do you think United need this summer? <clears throat> uh, well, it's Cavani. What's happening with Cavani? They need to they need to sort that out. If he doesn't stay, I still think they need a centre forward. I still think they need to get a couple of players out to do that. I think Martial has had enough time now. He's mm-hmm. still got. I still think he's an asset to to 
to get a good price for and then, then use that money to bring in a, pl- a better player because yes, Martial is a player on his day, but you know he's not Manchester United. We need to do it every every year, especially the year he had last year. He needs to be pressing on loud, kind of like Marcus Rashford getting twenty goals again and going again. But he's just shadow of the player, and yeah. So we need a, a centre forward, centre midfielder, and a centre half. What's your take on Mason Greenwood? Do you see similarity between Mason and, and your brother? <clears throat> no, no. I don't. I see. I see more in a Robin van Persie. Mm. Uh, to, to be honest, uh, he's more of a goal scorer. Can score with any feet. He, yes, he needs to get better with his head, but obviously he, he, he obviously document that he's working on that. But yeah, I've seen this kid from 14, 15. This kid is going to be England's top goal scorer, Manchester United's top goal scorer by any career in my eyes because he's just a goal scoring machine. Do you think any other United Academy youngsters on these bright young talents coming through that uh, are nailed on? <clears throat> well, you can never really say nailed on it anymore because you know it's, yeah, it's difficult. But there's a couple, there's a couple, there's another centre forward, and, and there's a there's a couple more. But you know they've got the right manager if they, if they are training with the first team, doing well in the reserves or the academy, whatever it is these days. But, yeah, like I said, they've got the right manager, and but they do need to strengthen. What was your take on Woodward resignation? <clears throat> it's just two, three years too late, isn't it? You know, he seems to be a good money man, but, you know, the guy's out of touch with football, he doesn't understand the game. You know, you need to have someone who knows the game, who's yeah. bringing in the right players and not just bringing in the wrong players and just, yeah, just just prove the Super League business because he was probably the spearhead of all this and, you know, that's why he's probably resigned because, you know, it wouldn't be a stage people outside his house this time. It's probably actually people outside his house. Yeah, no. <laughs> Listen, Roddy, it's an absolute pleasure, mate. I really appreciate you doing this and I really appreciate you getting the opportunity to meet your lovely beagle. So yeah, uh, thank, thank you them. so much, mate. And I wish you nothing more the best, pal. I really appreciate it. Good luck, mate. Speak to you, pal. Sorry. Everybody, see you, mate. Bye. Stop, <clears throat> stop.